What's up, guys? It's Travis here with the Fit Dad Club podcast. Today, we are talking about the minimal viable effort to lose fat. Now, you might be out there thinking, I don't have time to work out. And now, I'm not going to argue that with you because I'm just not going to do that today. So let's just say you don't have time to work out. Um, And I'll just believe you that you have one of the busiest days out there. Now, what I'm going to say is a lot of people say, I only have 15 minutes and I can't go to the gym. And I'm like, all right, let's go with it. You have 1% of your day to train. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How are you going to lose weight? How are you going to drop from 120 kilos down to 100 kilos, get under the 100 kilo, get under the ton with only 15 minutes a day? One, can you lose fat? Obviously, the answer is yes. Jace is nodding along and I'll introduce Jace in a second. But the biggest thing is, of course you can. Because I'm going to say this to Jace right now. Jace, you have your daughter. You love your daughter, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's just say you're a hundred kilos and you only had 15 minutes a day to train, to lose weight. Now I'm going to put you, uh, in a interesting scenario. Okay. Go for it. Now I'm going to, if you don't lose 20 kilos in the next 12 months. Okay. I'm going to take your daughter off you. And like, seriously, mm-hmm. I will take, you can't see her again. Okay. This is a crazy scenario. It's never going to happen. But if you didn't lose 20 kilos in the next 12 months and go from 100 kilos down to 80 and you only could train 15 minutes a day, now I will take your daughter off you and you couldn't see it again. Because that all of a sudden, that's a leverage, right? A massive leverage. It's like, holy shit. Like, I want to see my daughter grow up. Now, He's actually texting me right now saying, this is real. (laughs) Drop the fat, bro. Drop the fat, man. (laughs) Drop the fat or you're off the podcast. (laughs) Get down to 50 kilos. (laughs) Screw you, dude. Great look. But... But like, could you, could you do it? Oh, easily. I would do that within six months. If that was the leverage, I would, I would, I mean, I would do that in fucking six, probably not six weeks, but you could, uh, I would starve myself. Right. I would, exactly. I would not eat. I would eat lettuce and broccoli and chicken breast. Um, and, and I would, in those 15 minutes, I would just fucking sprint up and down my street, <laughs> maximal effort, 15 minute exercise. Because what you, the thing is, right. If the leverage or the lever is big enough, we find a way as humans. It's Mm. because you're too busy making an excuse, I don't have time, right? Or like anything like that is we're actually trying to justify our way out. And we're Mm. automatically in the mental scenario of I don't have time, so I can't lose weight right? We're telling ourselves that story. So then we can't actually effectively hit the strategy. And then we don't lose the weight. And then we tell ourselves, I told you I can't do this. And it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, So with this guys, as Jay said, like, mate, if the lever is big enough, a hundred percent guys, you will find a way. If you don't lose 20 kilos, you could die in the next year, right? Let's just say that you'd find a way because you want to see kids grow up. So now we know that it's really just about leverage. Okay, we're actually mm-hmm. going to tell you how to do it. Um, but I want you to have that. I want you to have this all-in committed attitude. I have got 15 minutes a day. And again, if we talk about habits, be far more concerned about the trajectory of your current habits than your current results, right? Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit slower with 15 minutes a day, but we're still going to achieve the long-term results. And most people say they don't have enough time or they only have 15 minutes a day. And that means they still can train for 91 hours a year. 91 hours of the year, you still can train with 15 minutes a day, guys. So you either trained for 91 hours of the year or you didn't train at all 
I'll tell you right now, training for 91 hours of your year is better than not training at all when you add up all the 15 minutes. So mm. the answer is yes, Jase. I won't take your daughter off. And no, I'm not going to make you lose another 20 Look, kilos. I, I know you're sad because, you know, you got the two boys. You want the little princess. <laughs> like, you can't have her, right? She's mine. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> so, so, Jace, do you have anything before we fully get into this podcast today? Do you have anything you want to say to the dads um, with the limited time? I think that the biggest thing when it comes to the idea of time is that you have it. You've just been pissing it away doing little small things that don't really matter because you've, you've not got structure, right? Like we, I know we're talking about, we're going with the assumption that yes, like you are hectic. And I look at, for example, I look at my wife who was in the early stages of us having a baby. She was able to, to work out three to four times a week in one of her naps. Cause she was napping like five times a day. Um, the baby, not my wife. <laughs> she, my wife only napped twice a day, but uh, now it's become a lot more difficult now that our daughter's a lot more mobile. She's in that clingy stage where she really wants mom and all of that stuff. I can see how like she still has the capacity for 10, 15 minutes. Like I can see that in her. Now, do I say that to her? No, um, not, not because, because I value, uh, I value my relationship right Your now, life. but even she's yeah. come to me and said, oh, I've, I've started to get some sort of tweaks and, and pains from, you know, picking up the daughter as she's getting heavier. I need to start doing something. And like the first 10, 15 minutes of one of her naps, I'll write you something to do. We can just sort of smash it out and get it done. So it's being, as Trav said, more concerned about your trajectory than your current results and understanding that 15 minutes is still enough. Most people don't get started doing anything because they feel like they can't do it perfectly. And that all or nothing mentality, that's the shit you've got to leave at the door. Yes, you're not going to be prepping the most tasty, delicious, Instagram-worthy fucking meals that still hit all of your macros and proteins and carbs and fats and all of that good stuff and taste delicious. You're not going to have the time for that, right? You're not going to have time for the best upper body growth stimulus workout that hits all of the little muscles and you know leaves you feeling exhausted that takes an hour and 15 minutes. You're not going to have time for that, but you don't need that. It's unnecessary for you to get the results. So come into this with the open mind, with the idea of letting go of that all or nothing mentality and being willing to make incremental improvements, small, little incremental improvements done over time, right? There was a book I remember reading a long time ago called The Slight Edge, which talked about the power of things like compounding interest and compounding effort. You improve that little bit, that 1% a day, that little each, that little, little edge over and over and over again over time is going to put you in a vastly different trajectory. It's going to be an exponential growth as opposed to the people who never get started at all. So ask yourself in two years, would I like to have this result? This is the, the phrase that, that I've heard used before. Um, slower than anyone would like, but faster than anyone thinks is possible, right? Most people think you, you just won't lose weight on 15 minutes a day. Well, guess what? You could lose 24 kilos in two years. If you lose 250 grams a week, it's 12 kilos a year, 24 kilos in two years. That's faster than anyone thinks is possible, but slower than anyone would really like because we're all about this fast paced, you get me the fucking result now society. So come into this with the mentality of letting go of all or nothing and come into this with the mentality of if I want it bad enough, right? Is that Archimedes quote, give me a lever long enough and a fulcrum upon which to place it and I shall move the world. Um, you know, just getting, getting fancy with my words there, but that, that, that is it. You give yourself enough leverage. You give yourself enough pain of where you're at and enough desire of where you want to be and who you want to become and you'll get the result. It doesn't take long. And in this podcast, we're going to let you know exactly how to in 15 minutes. So stay tuned. Exactly. Well, guys, so rule one, remember, this is the first rule of everything, okay? We diet to lose weight and we train to preserve muscle mass and get fit. So when we're looking at losing, 
weight in 15 minutes of training a day, all the weight loss happens really from the dieting anyway. So <clears throat> all we have to focus other, on is our diet. The other 23 hours. Exactly. 45 minutes. Have, exactly, guys. So we have to go, well, tracking your food becomes so much more important because your calorie burn is going to be slightly less because you're not training. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be huge as far as the difference. When we're doing a weight training session, we're in somewhere between 300 to 400 calories um, in 15 minutes. So we increase the um, fitness aspect and couple it all in together. We'll get into that later about what you should be doing. Um, you probably still burn about 100 to 150 calories in 15 minute workout. So the difference of training for 45 minutes or training for 15 minutes and let's be honest, guys, we're all dads. Like 45 minutes is really going to be the upper end of most of our workouts. Um, if you're following your current bro split, um, Instagram influencer, hey, you go, you do you. Uh, but we're talking to dads and talking to reality. Hmm. So, you know, this difference of like max, like 250-ish calories a day, you're going to burn differently. When, you know, that takes us maybe down from losing a kilo a week down to 500 grams a week or maybe, you know, 250 grams, just worst case scenario. So hmm. we just have to manage that inside our daily calories and that's all we just have to manage our calories on, on the weekly basis so that is the biggest thing we diet to lose fat or diet to lose weight we train to preserve muscle mass so we might lose a little bit more lean muscle mass if we're not um doing a higher amount of strength training but we're still going to drop our fat and we're still going to lose the weight we're after and if we're doing the right type of strength training especially if you're a detrained person you haven't done anything you still probably could put on muscle mass in 15 minutes a day as well um what's yeah. your thoughts jace yeah, there's, I mean, there's a recent study that showed that um, strength and hypertrophy gains in uh, untrained athletes, it was, they, I think they were able to gain strength in, I think it was one set a week, one set of, and I'm not saying like one set of activities or one set of exercises, like you jump under the bar, you do squats until failure, you rack the bar, you then fucking go home. Yeah. And that's it. And then the the hypertrophy and the, like the muscle growth gains from that were, I think it was like it was like twice as much. It was I'm going to butcher the numbers. If you then introduce one back off set that was a little bit lighter, and you did for a few more reps, so two sets a week, and they would gain muscle. Right? You could that that's fucking ten minutes a week. Right? Imagine if you're able to do that, you know, every day or every other day with a bunch of different exercises, you can get the results. And the, as Trav was saying, if you're focusing on things like, you know, like those compound movements, we're focusing on that, that weight training aspect of it so that we're preserving as much muscle mass, the attention, and this is, this is a true for if you have an hour to train, if you have the 90 minutes to train, if you have 10 minutes to train, that the results are going to come more often than not from your eating. That's, that's the thing that we do. That's the thing that we, it's, it's so easy to overdo and to, uh, to blow out the, you know, it's like you can't out-train a bad diet, but you can. You just got to train real fucking hard, right? David Goggins can out-train a bad diet. But that's, that's, that's about it, right? You're not going to, you don't have the capacity for that. So you've got to be real with your food and say, you know, this is the, and ah, fuck, I know, I get it. A lot of guys will get their pleasure from their food and they'll, they'll be their distraction. If you're that busy as like, let's say, for example, you're, you know, you're a dad or you're a single dad or you're working, you know, 12, 14 hour days or whatever it is, you've got a lot on your plate and then you put a lot on your plate physically because then that's the, that's the distraction, right? That's the, the escape. So we've got to understand the emotional attachment to the food um, so that when we do focus on it, we can see it as what it is, which is going to be the fuel and the sort of the, the access to the journey of getting more energy of feeling better of losing weight by increasing our protein and all of the other things. So completely agree. I think that um, no matter how long you have to train your effort and your, um, you know, your results are going to come primarily from your diet. If you're either, you know, not eating enough or you're eating too much, you're going to be in this place where you, know, you don't get the results that you want. 
uh, no matter how hard you train. So focus your attention on the shit that actually matters, which is the food that you eat three to four times a day, seven days a week, not necessarily just the 15 minutes. Like we can optimize the 15 minutes, but there's only so much that we can do in 15 minutes. So we just get some fucking shit done and that's going to be far better than doing nothing. But then when it comes to the food, you've got plenty of, like there's plenty of ways to fuck up food. There's plenty of ways to overeat. So we need to look at strategies for number one, how do we do it without elaborately meal planning a bunch of different things and, and, and you know, still make it taste palatable because you don't want to just eat cardboard, right? Um, but you're not going to be making these very complicated dishes. You're going to be making simple one pot things for you and your family more often than not that are easy to put together, easy to freeze, easy to reheat, easy to go to that are still relatively cheap as well. Cause we're also assuming you don't have the money or the capacity to hire a coach. Um, Cause that, that's the other aspect of it too. People think oh, healthy food is very expensive. Protein is very expensive. Chicken mince is $5.50 for 500 grams at the moment, at least at, at least at the Woolies that I shop at. That's, that's ridiculous value for, you know, for the amount of protein that you actually get out of that meal. Same thing with bulk buying chicken breasts and thighs. You've got these, options available to you. It's just learning how to prep them in an efficient and tasty manner uh, that is going to determine whether or not most people succeed because they'll either try bland shit and then they won't stick to it or they'll be like, oh, fuck, it takes too long for me to prep all this stuff. So I'm just going to, um, you know, order the easy thing or get the microwave meal that's, you know, there's a difference. There's the microwave meals that are healthy, that have a high protein, that have, you know, the muscle meals and the U foods and that kind of stuff that are, but they're like 10 bucks a meal. And then there's like the, oh, butter, chicken and rice, which is like four bucks a meal, right? And there's a reason it's four bucks a meal. Yeah, exactly, mate. I think uh, you're com I completely agree. I think we can delve into the nutrition even further with some different meal choices as we go through the mm. podcast. But just to further emphasize this point, your training is at maximum like 6% of your daily calorie um, burn. And that's for even the mm. people that train, you know, the full 45-ish minutes. So when we look at the 100, we have a total daily energy expenditure or there is amount of calories we burn on a daily basis as a human being. Now, weight loss happens, as we probably know from listening to this podcast, we burn a certain amount of calories, we eat less than those calories, and we lose weight. So it's just like balancing your budget if you're at home, right? You have it if you want to save for a holiday, you make maybe 2000 let's just say for easy numbers, you make $2,000 a week, okay? Now, if you make $2,000 a week and you spend $1,500 a week, you save $500 a week. That means we have savings over a period of time of $5,000 every 10 weeks. So it's like, okay, cool. I go on my holiday. Happy days, right? Now, that's how it goes. If you overspend, then you gain weight and you don't go on your holiday. So essentially, it's the same sort of thing. Calories on a daily basis, 2,000 calories. You eat 1,500 calories. You save 500 calories a, a day. Uh, at the average weight loss, if we're looking at 500 calorie deficit per day over seven days, 3,500 calorie deficit. If we look at that, that's a half a kilo of weight loss a week. So it's all it is. You have to get into your head, anyone out there. It's just like managing your finances for a goal. You have a certain amount of calories or a certain amount of income per week. Now you eat less than that or you essentially with your savings, you spend less than that. The difference is fat loss. You overspend, you end up maxing out your credit cards. Not only are you stress, but you're also going to be fat. Okay. Mm. So we don't want to be fat because we're overspending. That's all it is, right? Um, it's like maxing out your credit cards. So if we look at the total daily energy expenditure, 65 to 70% of these calories burnt on a daily basis is your basal metabolic rate. That's just you living. 
sleeping, breathing, digestion, sleeping, breathing, like moving a little bit, all that sort of stuff. Neat activity is five to 15%. This is your fidgeting. This is your toe tapping. This is me waving my arms as I'm talking, as I always do. So when we look at that, that has a big difference. We're going to lump in steps in there. So say you're walking to the shops as far as, you know, parking a little bit further away or just moving around the house or going to chop the wood. We'll just lump that in with your your neat activity. It's your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So that has a variance that's quite large. So 6% is your training, 5 to 15% is your neat activity. So we can burn more calories with our steps and just daily movement than we do with our daily training. And we have our thermic effect of food, which is our digestion. And that's like just you digesting your food and breaking it down. That's like up to 10% if we're eating a slightly higher protein-based meal. So that, again, burns similar to if not more than your training. So if we're focusing on need activity, we're focusing on our higher protein-based diet, we have our basal metabolic rate. If we're not exercising as much, the stats, the math, it shows us that we're going to be fine to get a high enough calorie burn to make sure we're focusing, okay, on our calories so we can still manage that 500 calorie deficit a day to lose that weight. So we have to focus on our neat activity. That This is aim for a number of steps you can do each day. Keep it in your current constraints if you don't have time clearly because we're doing 15 minutes a day. If you walk 1,500 steps, it's approximately 15 minutes. So you can park further away at the shops. You can take the dog for a walk in the morning if you have a dog. If not, buy a dog if you want. Um, I'm sure there's a lot that needs, need homes out there. Um, yeah. You can go to the park with your kids in the afternoon, right? Mm, like, that's a big one. Do, it's huge, man. Like, cause you're going to be running around after them. Don't be the dad at the park that sits on the bench and then just waves at their kids. You're there anyway. Do something, multitask by moving and playing with your kids and make it an experience for them, right? We, we have to do it. If you say, I don't have energy to do that, well, that's the exact reason you need to do that because it gives you energy. Motion equals emotion. You'll feel better. Um, get a walk, like do activities on the weekend with your family, with your kids. Like go do park run, hike up a mountain. I don't care what you do. Go to a skate park. Like get your need activity up over the weekends, get active with your family because what you do, they'll do as they grow up. We talked about mm. this, modeling success. So we want to be a role model for our kids. If you can get a walking pad at your job, behind your desk or even in your house. Because a lot of people, if you're a single dad out there or even if you don't have time because you've got to be at home at nighttime, whether it be you're watching TV at night, because I'm assuming most people have a TV. I'm not going to say you don't have a TV. I'm going to assume you do. <clears throat> get a walking pad cost 250 bucks right now you can wheel that out like an ironing board plug it into the wall it takes up no space walk as you watch netflix at night time you're going to bang out six thousand steps in an hour put it away and go to bed and then you're going to probably complain about not spending time with your partner then all right like there's always something to complain about guys we need to stop complaining if you're limited on something we need to give somewhere else Right. And I'm mm. assuming you also don't walk, watch TV for only an hour of night. Um, mm. But the average person watches more. So for the yeah. first 45 minutes, let's just say you do your walking pad. That's four and a half thousand steps. The average person does four and a half thousand steps who's an office worker in at work. So you're going to hit 9K steps just there. Take kids to the park in the afternoon. If you can, if not, walk the dog in the morning. Bang, we hit 10,000 steps. Good for you. Track that daily. Hit that number. That is going to help more than your training in losing the weight that you're after guys it's so crucial to make sure we do this and i can't mm -hmm. emphasize enough like 
getting your neat activity, if you only have 15 minutes a day, is going to be far more superior than anything to help you increase the calorie burn so you can actually lose the weight. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you're doing, like, doing stuff around the house is the big one for me. It's like, uh, like do the dishes, fucking vacuum the floor, pick up the toys after the kids, do all that kind of stuff. Like, that's the stuff that really gets, like, I mean, it gets brownie points, first of all, if you've, uh, if you've got a partner and you're working with them as well. But it's like, if you're a single dad as well, fuck, you're going to be doing that anyway. You're going to be running around after the kids. You're going to be getting that uh, that level of activity up. It's just making sure that you're consistent enough with it, especially on the weekends, especially on those times when you're, I'm tired at night and all that kind of stuff. You, you've just got to commit to being an act, more active parent, a more active person and getting like sneaking it in. You've got to sneak it in everywhere. It's like sneaking veggies in for your kids, right? You're, I'm just going to fucking, I'm just going to wilt some spinach in here. It's very little. They won't even notice. I'm going to blend some, some pumpkin into this. They won't, they'll have no idea, right? Start doing that to yourself with your activity. And to be honest, probably with your veggies too. Dude, I think in you saying that, I think it's interesting, right? Because you know, I'm t- saying, one, we only have 15 minutes a day. Two, okay, we need to do some stuff. I can't get my steps. Okay, cool. Move around the house at night and just get stuff done. And people are mm-hmm. I can't do that. I'm too tired. So one, they don't have enough time to train. Two, I don't want to walk at night. I want to spend time with my partner and sit down and watch TV with them. Three, I'm too tired to do that stuff at night. I can't do that. You're more committed to your excuses than your results. Okay? You're more committed to your excuses than your results. So you need to, guys, if you keep, Every time we say something, oh, I can't do that. If that is literally what you're saying in your head right now, because I know people are saying that, guys, you're more committed to your excuses than the results that you want. So you need to actually be truthful with yourself. Okay, well, I am. I'm more committed to my Netflix TV show than I am to actually feeling good on a daily basis. I'm more committed to sitting on the couch at nighttime than being a role model to my kids. And if you actually look in the mirror and say that to yourself and you're happy with that answer, because you have to say it like that. Netflix is more of a priority than being a role model in health and fitness to my kids. And if you can say that and not punch yourself and go, fuck, that's a reality check. Because reality check, right? Like mm. it is. You need to be more committed to your results than your excuses. And it's just manage, mm. managing some priorities, guys. And I did want to get a little bit real with you just there because that's what it's all about. That we have to go, no. I actually have to be serious about this and I need to let go of my excuses and act as if it is a gun to your head scenario. Act as if that. Mm. Act Because then you would do it. Remember, bigger the lever, makes, like we need the leverage against ourselves, guys. You need to find the leverage. And all of a sudden, excuses fall away. Like they just literally do. You do if you couldn't sit down for the next, like in, unless you're sleeping for the next month, like, and it was a big enough lyric, you wouldn't sit down. Like, you just wouldn't. Um, so with this team, it's, dude, I, you laugh, It's you know it's the truth, right? Yeah, it, it is what it is. Well, uh, do you remember that message we got from uh, from one of my clients, um, Wes, the other week? Um, did you see that one that came through on Instagram? Um, is it, This is a guy, right, who has a, um, he has a 1.5 hour commute each way to his job. Um, he's lost nine kilos in the first five weeks of doing the program because he's really dialed in his nutrition. He also goes to the gym, I think four days a week and does runs. He gets up at, uh, three in the morning so that he can get to the gym at three 15 workout and complete it by three at four 15 showered and on the train by four 45 to be in the city for a six 30 start work till five 30 back on the train in bed by eight 30. That's his routine. 
he's in bed at 8.30 and up at three o'clock in the morning in order to get it done. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do that. And this is, and this is with him training for an hour, right? He could sleep in for an extra 45 minutes if he only did the 15 minutes, but he probably wouldn't have lost nine kilos in five weeks. He didn't. He obviously didn't even have, I didn't think nine kilos was that much for him to lose, but fuck, he, he's, he's lost it, right? This is such an important point. You've got the capacity to do something. You've got the capacity to make this decision and to say to yourself, this is more important to me than an extra 15 minutes of sleep or an extra 15, 20 minutes of Netflix time or whatever, because we've talked about it time and time again. That's not necessarily quality time. Like the, I know Trav and I have talked about it you know, with, with him and Liv, with me and um, my wife as well. We, we're watching Ted Lasso at the moment. Absolutely frothing on it. Such a good show. Um, and we're like thoroughly enjoying it. We'll probably watch about between 45 minutes and an hour a night because Amy's going down a bit later. So we don't like, we, we watch that much that we basically go to bed and read and, and then go to bed. Um, but that is a really intentional, enjoyable time. We'll sit down, we'll talk for a little bit. We'll watch the show. We'll be really engaged with it together. Uh, we'll love it. Then we'll go to bed. We'll talk about the days. We'll do that kind of stuff. We'll go to bed, that kind of stuff. Most of you aren't doing that. You're passively watching some shit you've seen before, fucking Friends reruns, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You're oh yeah, scrolling on your phone, not really doing much. Like That is not intentional time. And that's what I want you to think about is how intentional with all of your time are you being? Are you being present and intentional with it? Are you being present and intentional with your kids? Or are you scrolling on your phone trying to like, quote unquote, unwind while they're running around and want you to play with them, but you're not paying attention? Are you doing that shit with your wife? Are you doing that at the end of the night when you could be helping out around the house, but also getting a little bit of a calorie burn on, right? Like these are the things, these are the priorities that you need to think about in your life. As Trev said, if you're happy to be honest with yourself and say, yep, I'm, I'm, I am putting Netflix and scrolling my phone and that level of unwinding above yeah being this role model if you're happy to do that fucking be my guest right you're probably not listening to this podcast if that's who you want to be though very true mate i think when we're looking at the calories so what about the calories so let's give you some insights because obviously some people again don't have the coaches and all the rest of it what i want what you calories to do, is, do i eat yeah what do i do what do i eat right um you can go to the website tdee.net put in your weight, put in your height, put in your activity levels. That's going to tell you daily calories. It's literally as simple as that. You don't have to do some math equation or any crazy calculation. Like just go to the website, put in this details, and then it will give you current, current activity calories on a daily basis. Put that into a 25% deficit. Create a 25% deficit, okay? We'll start there because you're not going to be training all the time. So let's just crack out a 25% deficit because we want to get some good results. Um, now, that will tell you how many calories you need to eat. It's really simple from there. Like I just gave you the two-step process. Go download the free MyFitnessPal app or anything like that and start tracking. I don't even care if you're eating high protein at the start. Just start tracking all the shit you're eating, okay? I don't care. Just track. Do it for the next seven days and just try and stay under those calories. You might get to like lunchtime. You're like, oh, I've eaten all my calories for that. It's like, okay, well, it's going to be a tough dinner, right? You're going to be hungry. Um, so but then you'll start to learn, you'll start to go, okay, well, if I can only have 1800 calories or 1600 calories or whatever it is, or 2000 calories, depending on how big you are and have mm. what calorie, what your 25% deficit is go, okay, well, this is my limit. Plan your day. I'm going to have 400 calories for breakfast. I'm going to have 500 calories for lunch. I'm going to have 700 calories, calories for dinner. Just eat three meals a day. Just eat three. You don't need a snack. Oh, but I get hungry. Well, fucking toughen up. Like, dude, like there's kids that don't eat for a week and you're complaining you didn't have a snack in the afternoon. Again, guys, more excuses. 
don't be more committed to your excuses than the results you're trying to achieve. You know, if you want to make it simple, just eat three meals a day. Every other meal you add into it increases the amount of decisions you have to make, the amount of prep you have to do, and the complexity. You have 21 meals a week or 28, which is easier? 21, okay? It's as simple as that. Make it easier, hit 14. Um, but we'll just stick with 21 for right now. So with this, guys, I think you have to go, okay, I'm picking my breakfast. Okay, on Sundays, crush two wheat bix into a bowl, 200 grams of yogurt, a scoop of protein powder, and then just put it in the fridge. Like <laughs> that's your breakfast for the next five days so done. So easy. <laughs> I could, oh, wow, I just prepped all your breakfast that made it high protein, and I did it in five minutes, okay? Breakfast done. As you said before, Jace, grab a chicken breast, like buy chicken breasts in bulk, chuck them on a pan, put them in the oven for, for like 15 minutes. I'm guessing like 180, pull and, and with some chopped up sweet potato, maybe 200 grams of each, pull it out after 15 to 20 minutes, chuck some broccoli, like frozen broccoli on it, chuck it in there for another 20 minutes and you've probably got it done. If it looks pink in the middle, it's not done. If it doesn't, so just chuck it in More or less. for an extra More five minutes. It's literally how we do it, guys. You can mm. get us fancy temperature gauge. It definitely, Jace has one of those. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've got a Thermapen Pro. Uh, I've got four different ones for my uh, smoking meats. I've got one for the barbecue and one, two for different cuts of meat. So yes, you can get fancy with it. But yeah, like you're not doing crazy meal preps. You're doing the simple shit that we know works, get some fucking paprika, garlic powder, onion powder, smother that on the chicken breast, chuck it in the oven with some sweet potatoes some broccoli and you're good. In 15, 20 minutes, you've prepped like four or five lunches. And then someone's like, oh, even if you'd made it dry, okay, put a quarter of a jar of salsa in there every morning, right? <laughs> you got some legit. salsa, it's like no calories, right? So low yeah. in calories and you'll make it moist. We all like moist mm. things. So let's chuck some soy salsa in there, guys. So <laughs> I'm making Jace laugh. Come at me, you we moist are, people. We all, we all love moist things. <laughs> if you don't like um, moist things, prove me wrong. Yeah, exactly. You're in the wrong podcast. Um, <laughs> so with this, guys. So then dinner time. And again, guys, if you are stuck, two tins of tuna is 30 grams of protein. Get the the um, the mineral water tuna i think it's like green seas like unflavored tuna you get the flavored one if you want just add some more calories get a cup of rice put it in the microwave for 90 seconds or just prep my lunch right hit protein mm. hit carbs put a frozen pack of veggies guys we just gave you dinners lunches and breakfast the next week that's going to smash out your protein probably about 130 140 grams a day and it took you 45 minutes with your chicken 90 seconds for every lunch and five minutes for every breakfast you're done for the week Oh, but that sounds a bit boring. Dude, of course it's going to be a bit boring. You have 15 minutes a day to train. So I'm assuming you don't have any time for elaborate meals. So like, it is yeah. what it is. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm just taking what you're saying and telling you how to do it easy and fast. Because mm. um, I'm assuming everyone knows how to put a chicken on a piece of um, sheet pan baking paper, tray. a baking yeah. tray and put it in the oven. And you have the ability to stand inside your house for 45 minutes on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah, That's set a timer. Assumption. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you can go. You, my wife does this when she bakes. She'll do the, the Hey Siri and she'll say, set a timer for me for you know, this long. And then boom, then it goes off. And then you pull the chicken out of the oven, chop it up, put it in. If you think that's boring, 
And you're like, oh, but you know, I make better meals than that. Oh, cool. Do what we said. And then you can dedicate 30 minutes a day to training because you've been spending too much, like you've spent half an hour every day fucking piss fighting around prepping meals um, and trying to make these elaborate things. Make simpler dishes that take less time and you've got more time for training. You've got more time to you know, talk to your wife and you're there, oh my God, I'm finding all these things, right? I know. Hey, we're communicating. So with this, guys, if you didn't have to prep any food during the week because you've done this on a Saturday and it took you 45 minutes, does that give you, did you just buy back your time? And I think mm. that's the biggest thing you have to ask as well. If yes, train longer. Um, so next thing, guys. So we dial all our food in right there. And now we're finally getting to it. So guys, and then track this. Eat this for the next 14 days. Did you lose half a kilo a week as a minimum? Yes, you did. Keep going. No, you didn't. Take 5% off those total calories. So if it was 2,000 calories a day, now start eating 1,900 calories a day. You put yourself into a further 700 calorie a week deficit. Do that for the next seven days. Okay, did you lose a half a kilo minimum? Yes, you did. Hit those calories. That's now what it is. Keep tracking your weight every single day. Does the weekly average come down half a kilo? Yes, you're still in a deficit. If not, you hit a plateau. Okay, is your steps consistent? Yes, okay. That means we need to further reduce calories. 5%. Now we're down to 1,800. Keep on going. You probably hit a plateau every, say, four to six weeks, and you'll have to make an adjustment. Oh, but I don't have time to track. Dude, you should probably sit on the toilet for 15 minutes a day shitting, right? Track your calories while you're on the toilet instead of looking at TikTok. Probably like, longer because you don't have enough fiber. <laughs> exactly. So when we're looking at this, guys, find the time to multitask. Open up the app while you're sitting on the toilet. And again, guys, you're eating the same stuff each day. So it's not hard to track. You know, we're eating the simple meals. It's easy to track. You just copy from one day to the next to the next. You might vary your chicken breast to extra lean beef mince, which is similar in calories and fat. If you get the 95% um, fat, you know, reduced um, mm. fat-free mince. So guys, that's you can just vary, vary a meat sauce. Grab some uh, white fish, get some dory, get some chicken mince, breast mince, like mm. Jay said. All of a sudden, we've just given you four options, all very similar, similar um inside our calorie ranges so that's what i want to talk about food did you want to talk any further about food at all jace no i think i think that the like elaborate meals are a luxury for people who have the time and the capacity yes right then the the this is the reason why a lot of people end up getting overweight is because there are convenient options that taste the only thing that has a convenient option that tastes good and is relatively cheap is the shit that is awful for you. It's a fucking prepackaged carbonara, 45 grams of fat and 700 calories for the dinner. Like, and it's got like 10 grams of protein in it, right? Like those are the kind of options people are going for. They're going for snacky things and they think that health food is expensive. When you look at, yeah, you're going to look at buying a bulk chicken breast thing. It's going to be 18 to 20 bucks for um, you know, a kilo and a half or so of chicken, right? That's just, that's roughly what it's going to be. You looking at that in one meal and one sort of, context and then all right and then adding sweet potato and then broccoli on top of that's going to come out to probably like 22 23 bucks whatever then you're comparing that to oh but i could get this meal for five bucks it's so much cheaper it's like yeah but you're going to get that meal for five bucks five times in a row so from mm. a cost perspective you've got to take into account the volume that you get out of it the quality that you get out of it but also it is more often than not actually fucking cheaper as long as you don't buy into the bullshit of, oh, but I've got to add, I've got to get organic quinoa and I've got to get this, I've got to get, no, just fucking chicken breast, right? Ideally, you're not getting the tortured farm fucking chickens, but you know, but sometimes cost is what it is. You buying that one thing isn't going to shut 
down the industry, right? It's going to be bought by some other person who's listening to the podcast and wants to get shredded, right? Um, Source it however you want to source it. Find the condiments that make it palatable, whether it's spices, herbs, salt. Use salt and pepper, right? Salt and pepper. Most people chronically undersalt their their food. Um, Salt just makes things taste more like themselves. Go until... I think most yeah. people chronically undersalt their day, right? We need yeah. salt in our diet and our electrolytes 100%. to actually get hydrated. So you don't only undersalt your food, you undersalt your day. Get some good salt and salt your shit. Mm. Salt your shit, bro. Um, I mean, a lot of people will have those super high. They'll get a lot of sodium out of, you know, eating shit food, to be honest. There'll, mm. there'll be those people. But um, if you're having relatively, you know, this is the problem. People will undersalt their uh, healthy food diet. They, they like go until it almost tastes like salt, but it doesn't taste like salt. It's like uh, you see people in cooking videos that, and like chefs, you get it. Then they pinch it. It's a fucking four finger pinch of right. salt goes in there, right? You cover the surface of this steak you're like you get a lot of salt in there that's what's going to make food taste better is having that having the sauce if you're not salting and peppering most of your food um you're, you're honestly you're just doing it wrong you're leaving a lot of flavor on the table that could make the meal taste a hell of a lot better especially things like minced beef you get the yeah paprika garlic powder onion powder all really good but if you don't have salt there to bring it together it's going to taste like shit so um salt your food uh be liberal with it find the amount that works for you everyone's got different taste buds that's why everyone says you know season to taste but that involves you actually tasting that oh this needs a little bit more salt tastes a bit bland cool add some salt it's just a default um that's the big one for me is people will under season and make shitty tasting food those meals that we talked about it would they're super basic but they do not have to taste bad right if you're using extra lean beef mints cool get a packet of taco seasoning it's a dollar done Throw it in there, or even better yet, just get yeah paprika, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, pepper, pretty much the basics of what's in there. Throw that in there as well, um, or well, not not as well, but throw that in there instead. It's pretty much the exact same thing. Some tomato paste and some water, boom, you've got delicious taking tasting uh, taco mints. I did it for nachos last night. It was amazing. You can start to branch out with some of these meals, um, but the basics that we've taught you, the basics that we've talked about there, will be enough to get anyone really nice tasting food. Just fucking season it, season it. I completely agree. And guys, remember, as we just said, 250 gram loss a week is still a loss. You're still moving in the right direction. Be more concerned about your current habits than your current results. Two years, 24 kilos down. And guys, you, you're going to, the two years is going to pass. The next two, the last two years have passed and you probably put on 10 kilos or five kilos. The last decades passed. Time passes, right? Either way, you can either be fat and feel like shit or you can be fit and feel fantastic, right? And I'm not saying people, all people are overweight feel bad, but you definitely feel better when you're fit. So I'm <laughs> just like, you definitely feel better. You're more positive. You have more energy and you have a more pleasure doing life when you're fit. Why? Because hmm. you simply can do more things. Like it is what it is. And uh, so I think if you want to have a better life, and you want to have a more energetic life. No one I've ever said, hey, Chase, you want more energy? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, screw energy. I hate that stuff. I want less energy. Give me, give me low be, energy. I want to be tired. <laughs> I don't want to be exhausted. Like it just doesn't happen. So if you want an energetic life, we want to lose weight. We want to be in a healthy weight range. And we don't want to be the average Australian because the average Australian is overweight or obese, right? We're past the 68%, average, uh, 68% is overweight or obese. So average is not what we want. But to not be average just takes 15 minutes a day. That's all it takes. So 
250 gram loss a week. Don't be average. Let's drop the 24 kilos in two years. It's going to pass anyway. So two years time, you could be feeling fantastic and you can have high energy and you can feel fantastic. So how should you train? Coming to the the meat and nuts of the uh, of the podcast, how should you train if you've got 15 minutes? Now, again, if you have 15 minutes, I'm probably not going to assume you're going to drive to the gym for 15 minutes. So, because driving to the gym is like 15 minute drive, maybe depends on where you live. And then you're going to mm. drive, you know, that means you're actually spending 45. So yeah. let's just say you train at home. Um, for the first four weeks, I'd let you train body weight. If you needed to train just body weight for the next, you know, year, hey, you do you. But I would like you to pr- probably probably try and buy some dumbbells, if not an adjustable bench. And that's what we say most of our guys after the first 30 days who train with us and you're training at home and you don't have much time, buy a bench and some adjustable dumbbells. Go to kogan.com. You can buy adjustable dumbbells up to 24 kilos for like 200 bucks. Buy an adjustable bench for $100 or just go on Marketplace. I don't care. But you can buy yeah. some brand new ones for $300 and they're pretty nice and they just change when you sort of click the ends of it. Um, you don't have to take weights on and off. So that means we can start putting resistance against things. So first, we want to make sure that we're doing it daily and we want to make sure that we're doing some push exercises, some pull exercises, some lower body exercises and some cardio-based exercises. No, we're probably not going to start doing one rep bench presses and max out your squat and really drive our strength up. No. Why? Because we don't have time and we're trying to get fit and lose weight and a bit stronger. We want to know if the, this cabinet behind me falls over on top of me, I can lift it off. That's at the end of the day. That's what we train for. Mm. Our kids in front of you, they said, daddy, can you lift me up to reach that thing? You don't say, no, little one, I can't, I don't have the strength for that. You lift them up because you have the strength for it because you do 15 minutes away today. So with this guys, pick an EMOM or an AMRAP style or for time. So you're doing a certain amount in a 15 minute time. Like I love those types of workouts when we don't have much time. EMOM means every minute on the minute. So on minute one, you do an exercise. Minute two, you do an exercise. Minute three, you do an exercise. You could do one exercise every minute on the minute for 15 minutes, or you could alternate between two or alternate between three. For example, minute one, I could do max push-ups. Minute two, I could do max bodyweight squats. Minute three, I could do max sit-ups, okay? And you just rotate through that for 15 minutes. That is a workout. You just keep busting your butt through that for 15 minutes. Trust me, you'll be cooked. Like, you, mm-hmm. you'll be stuffed at the end of that. Hey, hey, we just did that with body weight. We did lower, we did push, and we did abs. You could then lay under a table the next day, do body rows. So you're laying underneath the table and putting, pulling your chest to the bench. All of a sudden, you're doing back, max body rows. Then lay on the ground and thrust your hips towards the ceiling, max glute bridges. And then we can do grab a bag, put 10 kilos, two, a couple of 10 kilos in, a, in a, um, a backpack, lift it over your head, max shoulder press. Roll through that. Now we've done shoulders, we've done backs, and we've done our posterior chain. That, that's literally two 15-minute workouts. And you've done it EMOM style, and we just keep bumping up the reps or bumping up the weight each week. Very simple for us to do. It's you might go, oh, that's boring. It's like, dude, you have fifteen minutes. It might be boring. That's okay. Um, you can be bored for fifteen minutes a day. This is yeah, exactly. half your fucking problem. People <laughs> exactly. aren't willing to be bored, and if you're I bored know. while going through that workout, like the 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 beauty of training and the beauty of progression is beating yourself each week and finding. All right, I did fucking fifteen last week. I'm going to do sixteen this week. I did fucking fourteen. I'm going to I'm going to did you know I managed twelve rounds. I'm going to do thirteen rounds. Like 
having that little mental challenge and battle with yourself. Like if you're bored, you're honestly probably not fucking pushing yourself hard enough. Like each set should be like this mental focus. Just it's like you can do anything for a minute, right? You can just dial in and be like, fuck it, one minute I can handle this. I can take this. And you just, you go into that zone, but you've got to be willing to go into that zone and be willing to, yeah, potentially it's a little bit boring, but you've got to find the intensity and the, the I guess the, the good part of it that you do want to, have that like that burn sensation and that fucking exhaustion feeling because it's only 15 minutes that 15 minutes will go like that if you're watching fucking youtube videos like they, honestly they, it will it will they, go they, they dude like people run for like two hours at a time like that's and that's just putting one leg in front of another imagine how boring that is you can't do 15 minutes yes you can get it done so if we look at it or you can pick like three exercises and do an amrap this is what this would look like you might run 200 meters which is down the end of your block and back all of a sudden, you bump out burpees. 200 meter run, we've got 10 burpees, and you might do five pull-ups. Just keep doing as many rounds as possible for 15 minutes. Like you said, I got seven rounds this week. What are you going to try and do next week, Jace? Eight. And that's how we get a progressive overload with our fitness mm -hmm. and our strength. So that's an AMRAP workout. That's an EMOM style workout for time. Could be like, okay, I've got to do 100 air squats. I've got 100 push-ups. And I've got a hundred sit-ups. So we're just going to stick with the same. And it's as fast as you possibly can do it. It's just, it's just smashing them out. And that would be like a for time-based workout. Now, yes, we can do dumbbell-based stuff. You can do a incline chest press followed by a body row where you're laying over the top of the bench. We can get elaborate, but we're doing a podcast, guys. I'm not going to show you every movement. If you want that, come hit us up and we'll train you in 15 minutes a day and get you shredded. But all we're trying to say is pick an EMOM-style workout pick an AMRAP style workout, pick a for time start workout, for time style workout, and then maybe one day of the week, go for a run for 15 minutes. Because again, we're trying to get fitter, right? Mm. Just run as far as you can for seven and a half minutes, turn around, run back, right? And slowly you'll get further and further with that seven and a half minutes. Now, guys, this is how simple it could be. EMOM Monday, AMRAP Tuesday, for time-based Wednesday, EMOM, AMRAP, for time, and then all of a sudden, you're running on Sundays. Every day you do something for 15 minutes, you're getting a few more reps, you're getting a few more rounds, you're running a little bit further. We're getting a progressive overload with our fitness, okay? And we, that means we're going to be continually getting healthier. We're going to continue to get the endorphins running um, from actually training. And that is how I would plan it out. And consistency is king, right? Hmm. Plan it your week and write it out. And also, guys, don't change your workouts every week either right? If you're going to plan out seven days, Mondays is this is my EMOM. Every Monday for the next four weeks, do the same EMOM. Every Tuesdays, do the same AMRAP. And that's what's like, okay, I'm going to get a couple more reps next Monday when I try this workout again, because then we can, can actually track it and actually get a progressive overload. You could do it for the next six weeks. You do it for eight weeks if you want, then change it up because you might get bored. Um, but guys, consistency and get a bit of progressive overload to challenge yourself to show you are actually getting fitter and stronger. Yeah, if you started to actually put that shit in action, you would get phenomenal results. That is a hell of a lot more than the average person would be willing to do because they feel like, oh, 15 minutes isn't long, but you had that up over the course of a week. It's actually a hell of a lot. Like you think about the amount of push-ups, the amount of sit-ups, the amount of squats, the amount of fucking anything that you're doing in that time, the amount of burpees if you're that kind of person, right? I'm, I am not that kind of person, but I would Dude, do it for my daughter. I would, mate, I would I, do them. I would do burpees only. Mate, I did. I'm trying to do something twice a day at the moment. And yesterday was just a hectic day. Um, and so my second thing was 15 minutes, EMOM, 12 burpees on the minute, every minute, man, that sucked. Like I've, that sucked. 
Okay, I'm just yep. going to say it as simple as that. It really sucked. Um, and it was a good workout and it was 15 minutes and I was absolutely gassed um, mm. at the end of it. Uh, like, so guys, you can do something that will challenge you and anyone out there on YouTube, oh, burpees suck. I don't care. I don't care what you say on YouTube. I'm trying to change dad's lives. So 15 minutes of burpees is better than 15 minutes of donuts watching Netflix. I don't care who argues with me. It's the truth. Cut that on TikTok and shove that in your face. So guys, <laughs> this is the problem. People try and go for like, oh, yeah, that, this is uh, not an optimal fucking exercise because it doesn't actively train, challenge any of the muscles. Yeah, fucking, we're not talking to guys who are trying to get maximal muscle growth each week out of their fucking periodized program with a certain amount of volume tracked each week. It's like, you're trying to get your ass off the fucking ground and do something. Yeah, it's going to get you a little bit of your upper body. It's going to get a little bit of your lower body. It's going to give you a bit of explosiveness. It's going to give you a bit of cardio. Yeah, it's not the fucking best exercise in the world, but it is a no. hell of an all-rounder, especially for body weight. A consistent, let's just call it not the best plan, is better than an inconsistent best plan in the world, right? Mm. So it's like when we're looking at something, consistency trumps or adherence trumps every day of the week a not followed program because you can, I can print it off. I was like, oh, this program was amazing. If I actually did it, I'd get the best, but you didn't do it. So it didn't get you the best results because it was shit because you didn't do it. So this program that was 15 minutes a day was the best plan in the world for you. And I think that's what you have to understand because you did it because it only took 15 minutes and you did it every day because you know what? It only took fucking 15 minutes and mm. you changed your life. You got fitter because you got 91 hours of training over the year instead of 91 hours of Netflix watching, looking at the PDF that you got, which was the best program in the world. So mm. I think guys, it's just understanding that fuck, like just don't make excuses, be more committed to your results than your excuses. And the last thing I wanted to talk about Jace today is we also, I think the biggest thing is we need to focus on the factors, your lag factors. Okay. So just think, have you ever seen a sprinter and they run with that parachute behind them and they can't yeah. run as fast because like they're a drag parachute car. behind them? Yeah, yeah, literally, right? Or a drag car with a parachute. That's it. They deploy it and they slows them down. Most people out there are trying to lose fat running with a fucking like drag car um, wind parachute. thing. Parachute. There we go. You got the parachute. Yeah. You've got a parachute behind us. So we're trying to run forward, but we got this parachute behind us holding us back. And you might be like, what's your parachute? I don't know, the fucking 20 beers a week that you're drinking? What's your parachute? Going on to work drinks every Friday night? Uh, what's your parachute? Watching Netflix and going to sleep at 11 o'clock every night and being tired every single morning? What's your parachute? Having like four lattes every single day? Like you, you have so many things that are holding you back that even without adding in the 15 minutes of training a day, just cut each string on the parachute. Cut the beers, cut the four lattes, or some one of the guys, 15 coffees he said he had. Um, cut the cut the four lattes, cut the muffin every morning, cut the or the the bacon and eggs every morning, you know, cut the work drinks on a Friday night, like cut driving everywhere, go for a fucking walk. Like if you cut the strings to the parachute holding you back, they are the lag factors that if you change nothing else. Just took not adding things to your life, just taking things out of your life, your whole health would change. So cut away the parachute and you'll start running at a faster pace without doing anything at all else at all. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's it's such a underrated thing. It's just like simplify, get rid of shit, right? And the more you get rid of shit, the f- also turns out you might free up some time and money. The other the the time oh I'm time poor, so I've got to order on Uber Eats, and then it's like yeah, well you're spending forty five fucking dollars on one meal because of the delivery fees and the service fees, and they rack it like it's ridiculous how much they jack the price up on that, and you end up getting it cold anyway because he's delivering with fucking three other orders. So oh, dude, don't get me started. It, Fuck. Oh, it's, it's never fucking worth it. it's never <laughs> been worth it like it's not it's not good fucking walk to the store and drive there go for a walk around the store and fucking pick it up yourself right and you, you'll end up getting it cheaper and you get some exercise and in you got the same some steps time. in exactly yeah, it's a bit mate, of both the, right? wor- you win. <laughs> the worst thing is oh like, mate you don't even know if they're eating your food as they're driving to you you have no idea yeah. it could have had 15 chips i one time i ordered uber eats there actually is no uber eats where i live now there's no uber and no uber eats it has not come to the huon valley in tasmania and for, dude like the closest woolworths is a half hour drive i have to yeah. we have to plan um there's an iga 10 minutes away there yeah, that's um, fucking expensive as well yeah, and their selection is limited right so you know, there's a butcher there, so we buy local as far as our meats, but we drive to Woolworths, which is half hour, and I have to go there, which is a half hour drive, so you plan your food. So there is no Uber Eats. But when I lived in Melbourne, um, ordered food on Uber Eats, I was like, this guy's like around the corner, not moving. And it was like 10 minutes later, messaging him, come on, dude, where are you? And I start to get a bit impatient. And I like, I got out of my house, walked around the corner. The guy was sitting in his car eating my food. I was like, that's it. Mm. I'm no more. No, like, they... They was eating my food that I'd ordered. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, so, mate, guys, you don't know if they're eating your food. I could be cynical yeah. right now, but I caught him doing it. So I now I'm like, maybe everyone else is like this guy. And they're just yeah. taking a couple of fries. And if you have maybe, 10 yeah. meals you're delivering, that you could be having a couple of fries off everyone and that's his dinner. Um, or yeah. dinner. Well, maybe you do need to order a food eat, so then you don't end up having half your fucking portions. Oh, I only end up eating <laughs> half a burger because the dude ate half of mine. Oh, there you go. It's a weight loss, so, weight loss easy. But saving calories. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But as you start to cut shit out of your life, you'll be surprised at the amount of mental energy and focus you can then devote to the things that are important. It's like, any this is this is it. Anything that's not serving you, doesn't deserve to be in your life. Anything that's not moving you forward, whether it's relationships and like obligation catch-ups, oh, we fucking see this friend, you know, once a month and it's a drag, but, you know, we do it just because we've been friends for a long time, but, it you know, cut that shit out of your life, right? It doesn't have to be a mean thing, but it's just like, look, these things aren't serving you. If, you think that if things aren't moving you forward and pulling you up, they're dragging you down. There's no such thing as neutral relationships and neutral habits in your life. They're either moving you forward or they're moving you backwards. The The more you exercise, the better you're going to sleep. The better you sleep, the more energy you'll wake up with. The more energy you wake up with, the more efficiently you'll do the shit you need to do in the day. So then you have more time to work out and then you'll have more energy and then everything compounds from there. But the hardest part is getting started, right? A boulder that's in momentum, a car that's in momentum, right? If you've ever had to push start a car, the hardest thing is just getting it moving once you get it moving it just it starts to roll and it doesn't take as much effort to get it moving but you've got to have that commitment and that leverage on yourself to say this is fucking important to me to get myself in shape to get myself to be the best version of myself because i'm sick of who i've been and i want to become someone else be more committed to your future self than your past self at the end of the Mm. day like Mm. there's there's a version of you out there two years from now begging you to change Begging you, just say, dude, if you have to eat boring, just eat boring. Like, mm. if you have to do 15 minutes a day, do 15 minutes a day. Like, like they're, they're seeing there two years from now. Because, mate, I can reflect back two years ago. I can't remember what fucking Netflix show I watched two years ago. No idea. <laughs> I can't even tell you one. 
None. And you're you're spending like 4% of your day watching Netflix every day out there. It's like, guys, in two years, you're not going to fucking remember what the Netflix show was anyway. Or mm. you spend 15 minutes a day training and in two years' time, you know what? You'll remember the fuck that you feel amazing. You'll be looking down and you'll be like, I lost 24 kilos, feel fantastic. You won't remember the Netflix. You won't remember the Prime or whatever you watch. You won't remember scrolling on TikTok and seeing that funny video. You just won't fucking remember it. You're spending all this time on shit that doesn't matter. Because in two years' time, if you just carved out that 15 minutes from all the shit that doesn't matter and put it towards something that actually does matter, the two years version from you now will say, thank you. You changed my life. I feel good now. I have more energy. I'm better role model for my kids. I feel healthier than I have in years. Like they are asking you. They're not even asking you. They're begging you to please change, to stop the excuses, to stop blaming, to stop justifying. They're asking you to do it because there is a version out of you right now saying, please be the best version of you for the next two years and we can drop 24 kilos. So listen to them instead of listening to past you saying, dude, watch another Netflix, have a couple of beers, you'll be good. Um, don't worry about that. That's, that's, future, that's future me's problem. Let's just have fun right now. Um, dude, stop listening to the past you. They haven't served you, clearly, because you're 24 kilos overweight. Listen to future you. They want you to be better. Be better. Mm, 100%. 100%. Relate <laughs> the little activity. Like, that's my final point is relate the little activities. Every little thing that you do, it's, we've talked about this before. It's a tick in the column of fit dad or it's a tick in the column of fat dad, right? Every little activity. It's yeah. a compound game. It's not about one big fucking workout. It's not about one time that you meal prepped and ate a chicken breast when you were out and you know didn't order the beer. It's not about that one time. It's about the cumulative effect of all of those times put together. And you've either got exponential momentum in the positive or you're going to be slowing yourself down in every opportunity. So the little things that you do matter right? The little choices that you, that you make matter. It's think about the little things that you do for your kids. They blow up and they, you know, they either have a, a fucking wonderful day and they're like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Or, you know, the little thing you, oh, sorry, we can't go to the park today. That is really the big disappointment for them. And then they remember that you know, the little things in life matter, whether it's for your kids or whether it's for yourself. So don't discount the power of saying no to the fucking beer of, you know, choosing the chicken breast over the fucking pasta, whatever it might be. Um, don't discount the power of the little things. Yeah, because some guys also will say to me, oh, I can only go to the gym once a week for like an hour and a half. I would rather you do yeah. 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes a day mm. at home. I would rather that. Because an yeah, hour and a half 100%. a week is, an hour and a half a week at the end of the day, um, if you can do that plus the 15 minutes, but I would rather just 15 minutes at home if you can only do one or, one or the other. Because it's 91 hours a week or 65 hours a week doing something daily, sorry, so 91 hours a year or 65 hours yeah. a year, or it's like probably 70 hours. Um, my math's not on point, guys, sorry. Uh, yeah. With this, but but it's, it's less, it's less. Yeah. Um, but also it's the daily habit forming version of you, okay? Mm. And I think that's what you have to look at. Tiny yeah. gains then, yeah. get big results. 
Yeah. Well, because then you have, uh, let's say you have a hectic Saturday, right? And that's the day that you can train. And that's the day when shit happens all the time, right? It might, oh, fucking the car might break down. The kids have a drama. You've got to help out around the house with something. Then that's your entire fucking workout gone. That happens on one of the days you train 15 minutes. Okay, cool. I can't train that day. That's fine. I get it tomorrow, right? Just never miss twice. But you've got something scheduled in, penciled in at least every single day so that if you do miss one or two, it's not like, fuck, I've missed 25% or 30% of my working week of, of training. It's like, no, I've missed, you know, 15%, 20%, well, even less than that. doesn't matter. I can make up for it tomorrow. It's not a problem. You've got, you're giving yourself the leeway and the ability. It's like, if you train that frequently and you're doing stuff that often, that if you do miss it, it's not a huge difference. It's not a huge um, issue because it's just such a small part of your overall working week, but it's also really easy to make back up again. Cause the fuck after I put the kids down, I've got 15 minutes again. You can make it up a hell of a lot easier than you can make up 90 minutes. I completely agree, mate. And to, to finish this today, guys, if, and you probably aren't listening still if you are this, uh, but if you get offended by what we say on this podcast, that's not us. That's you, okay? Because you're getting offended for a reason. <laughs> um, because you give words meaning. You're like, oh, he doesn't understand me. I can't fit in 15 minutes. Oh, it's not that easy. It is. And I do know you because I'm a dad and I run multiple businesses. And... That's my life. And I still fit it in. I fit in more 15 minutes than 15 minutes. Some days just 15 minutes. But guys, you're getting offended because what we're saying is holding a mirror up to your face, overcoming and helping you or telling you your excuses are invalid. And we don't like it when people say our excuses are invalid. If you made an hour into this podcast, you probably would have switched it off and already were offended. But for anyone else out there, if you like really just like being offended and you're still listening right now, um, you're only getting offended because we're pulling away or pulling down every excuse that you have because that's what we need to do. We need to help you become a fit dad. And if you want us to coach you, you can go to fit-dad.club, um, just like other people who have listened to this podcast have done, and they signed up. And we talked about where they are and where they want to get to and how to close the gap. So fit-dad.club and we'll help you create a plan to completely change your life in 15 minutes a day or 45 or an hour and 15. I don't care how long you train, as long as it's 15 minutes a day and we can directly change your life because it is. Now also comment on YouTube, like it, thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't care. It all helps the algorithm. Um, and also you can comment and leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever else you're listening to this. Um, that also helps us help more dads. So help mm. us help you and help other people just like you by rating and reviewing the podcast. What I'd love as well, if anyone is out there to, I want to almost pitch this as a challenge to anyone who's out there who's listening to this. And if they're like, yeah, I am that dad who has only got 15 minutes a day and I've, I've, you know, I've got my excuses, but I'm ready to let them go. I want you to either you know send us a message on Instagram, comment on the video or the, the podcast or whatever. Join the Facebook group, the free Facebook group we've got with plenty of resources and, and stuff like that. Right? We've got a Fit Dads Nutrition Bible. We've got a few more resources coming down the pipeline. So stay tuned for that. But the, if, if that is you, take the challenge. Take the commitment and say, you know what? I'm going to be a fucking example of this. I'm going to, even if you want to do it out of spite, be like, these guys don't know what they're talking about. So I'm going to do it to see if it doesn't work. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to shit talk them if it doesn't work. Fucking be my guest. Be my guest. Go for gold. I will, I will happily, I will happily pay you for your time if you take the effort and do all this stuff and you follow exactly what we've said and you don't get the result. Um, Sorry, Jace, wait one second. 
if you track your nutrition and track your training and do 15 minutes a day, ask me and I'll give you 15 minutes a day of training. And you do that for the next 10 weeks and you don't lose a minimum of 250 grams a week of weight and lose your the weight we're looking for, hey, I'll even go 500 grams a week, okay? If you don't lose five kilos in the next 10 weeks, training five, um, 15 minutes a day, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. I'll pay you a thousand bucks. Anyone out there, do it. Want a grand? Track your nutrition, do 15 minutes a day and you and I'll give you the workouts, okay? I'll give you the workouts. And if you don't lose at least five kilos in the next t- uh, 10 weeks, I will give you $1,000 for wasting your time because I know this shit works and I am that true to it as well. Fucking the, the glove has been dropped. The, uh, the, the, the glove, the slap, the challenge has been put out there. <laughs> now, I mean, the, the, the caveat to that is, you uh, you know, you can't already be some fucking shredded dude with no with with, with not not five kilos to lose. Um, if if you're a dad, if you're someone who's starting from fucking zero and you're like, I'm not doing shit, like, oh, I'm gonna scale back my workouts now from an hour a day to 15 minutes a day, and oh no, uh, I gained all this weight now. Sorry, thanks, Trav. Um, yeah, you know, if you're serious about this, fuck, that should be like a fucking no brainer to you to get this shit done because we're about helping dads. We're about making dads' lives better and showing to them that they can be that best version of themselves that they've dreamed of, but time and excuses and lifestyles and the people around them have just kind of made them think small and made them be smaller than they actually could be, right? So take that challenge. Fucking buy the teeth, either out of spite or out of inspiration. I don't care which one, as long as you get the job done. Yeah, exactly. Get shredded out of spite. That's going to be the new program. I love it. Pain or pleasure. I don't care. Carrot and stick. Let's go for it, guys. But that is the fit. (laughs) Both of us. Exactly. Both at once. Um, That is the Fit Dad podcast for another week, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, We love doing it to help you guys. If it is beneficial, give us the review and give us a comment because, you know, we live for validation. That's just who we are. We're just Make me feel good about validation. myself. Yep. And if not, we just sit in the corner until next week and hopefully someone will come in next week. Um, it's been a tough 21 weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so- Spotify, Spotify has actually had some, some five-star reviews I saw come oh, through. Hey. They've, they've been in there. I don't, they don't read comments, but they just, it's like, there's like five or six different five-star ratings and that made me feel good inside. Yeah, uh, well, I live for another week. Just- Exactly. Well, comment if you are, guys. Don't be the guy in the comment corner just like liking stuff. That's a bit creepy. Comment because that's not creepy. Engage. Uh, Engage with us, please. All right, guys. Peace out. Let's talk to you next week. See you, guys.